Hi, this is Rodney Lim, owner and clinical supervisor of Advanced Counseling and Communicating Love. The purpose of my podcast channel is to help you progress, overcome challenges, and succeed in those things you'd like to accomplish or learn. Over the last 27 years in practice, as a licensed clinical counselor and marriage and family therapist, I have worked with a variety of clients with many struggles, but I have found there are three main areas that people can use a little help in. Mental health, including anxiety and depression, marriage and relationships, and pornography challenges, and other things that cause difficulties in relationships. Each week, I will tackle one of these areas, so whatever you are struggling with, you can listen to that specific podcast area. I hope to give you real tools and suggestions that work. I hope to educate you on how to support loved ones and how to work on relationships. And most of all, I hope this is informative and helpful to you. Be sure to check out my website, communicatinglove.com, where you will find lots of great resources. Now on to the good stuff. I'm excited today to share with you some thoughts about self-hypnosis, thoughts about some stress management, ways that we can really up the game on ourselves in finding ways to improve our life. I have some different things I'm going to share today on, on those lines. It seems to be present what I'm working on and learning more about, I like to share more about. and. What I find is the more I learn, the more I find it overlaps with other training I've already done or other concepts. And so for me, that's actually comforting because when I find more and more different sources that are saying the same thing in a different way, I have more and more confidence in the trust that the techniques that I use and help a lot of clients with are very helpful and make a difference. It's not just necessarily my way or that one person's way. It's several different forms of the same principles. And so as we understand the principles, then we can get help from different sources. So one source of education I'm working on is up in my game with hypnosis and self-hypnosis. Some of the principles of hypnosis include repetition as a form of reprogramming our mind. There's a lot of debate that I found about how powerful positive affirmations are in our life. And so, you know, they can be helpful. They can also be disturbing too. And really what it depends on is how we use it on whether it can be helpful or a waste of time, or in some cases, some people feel like it's detrimental. And I would say in cases like that, it's because the principle is not being understood. And so I want to deal with some things about that. There are five principles of hypnosis. I'm not gonna share them all right now, but one of the important ones that I will be talking about today is repetition. And repetition over and over and over again begins to sink deeper and deeper into our subconscious mind because of that repetition. And I can't believe anybody hasn't seen, but that's one of the main principles of commercial advertising is exposing a person over and over and over again to certain information. 
And through that repetition, the subconscious mind begins to notice that repetition and becomes favorable to whatever that product is that has been flashed in front of our faces over and over. Some other training I've done about successful advertising talks about in today's world, you know, we've gone from the industrial revolution to communication revolution. And all information is really at our fingertips with Google and other search engines. So information really is easy to come by. And so the real high-valued item of today is getting someone's attention, which is why in YouTube, there are more and more bizarre videos. And the purpose of that is just to get your attention. If anything can keep and hold your attention just for a few seconds, and there's a lots of viewers on that, that is what transfers into money is that attention and so that's the currency of today is getting someone's attention that being said i do appreciate having your attention and i hope that this some of the concepts i share today can be helpful for you to improve your life in the way that you would like to i will share some different affirmations that can be helpful and you can maybe withdraw pieces of that or all of that and listen to that over and over again, and it might be helpful for you. It can be helpful for you if you use it for that purpose. So another thing of training I'm going through is Ho'oponopono, and that's a whole other edition I've talked before, and we'll talk more about again another day. And yet, the reason I bring that up now is just to emphasize the principle with Ho'oponopono is a repetition and the principle of doing over and over again we are focusing our minds on clearing out negativity clearing the negative emotions negative thoughts out of our mind and heart and through focusing on that uh, so the ho'oponopono in in a nutshell is Focusing on anything that we notice, especially anything that triggers us in a negative way, whether that's a thought or a feeling or something we see, we immediately go into this mantra of, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you for your forgiveness, expressing gratitude, and then sending love. I love you. There is power in those words of saying, I love you. I forgive you. Dr. Ted Mortar, he did uh, blood samples on individuals about forgiveness. And he said that as he measured cortisol in individuals' blood, even though if they didn't feel it or believe it, if he could get them to verbally out loud say, I forgive you, and then he took another blood sample, that changed the pH somewhat or reduce the toxins in the bloodstream when they did that so just by saying those words there's power in that there's cleansing power of forgiveness and then gratitude brings the love in and when we have love and express love there's healing power in that and that's a good habit to have so 
I'm going to turn now my focus more toward a couple references that I often use in my office and have used for a good 20 years with different clients in my office regarding affirmations and helping them transition their thought process from negative ones to more positive ones. And that's through reading affirmations each day. Once is good, twice is better, and three times is best as a minimum to read affirmations. So my first book I'm taking an excerpt out of is titled, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. The Hay Foundation, they have many, many books. There's a lot of things I really appreciate about Louise Hay, though I would have some fundamental spiritual differences of opinion on the bigger picture of eternal life and how that is. But putting that aside, a lot of her techniques are very helpful and healing. Turning to page 78, I'm going to jump in and read an excerpt from that. It's talking about, I approve of myself. This is an exercise that she gives many people, and that I have given to many people as well, repeated this uh, and having them do that. Uh, so many times we get into fear of how people judge and think about us. And oftentimes we become unsure whether or not our opinion is good or if it matters. And Really, a lot of times, the most important thing is to disregard other people's judgments. Unless it's given in love, usually it's not helpful. So this exercise, I prove of myself. So quoting her, I have given this exercise to hundreds of people and the results are phenomenal. For the next month, say over and over to yourself, I approve of myself. Do this three or four hundred times a day at least. No, it's not too many times. When you are worrying, you go over your problem at least that many times anyway. Let I approve of myself become a walking mantra, something you just say over and over and over to yourself, almost nonstop. Saying, I approve of myself is a guaranteed way to bring up everything buried in your subconscious that is in opposition. When negative thoughts come up, such as, how can I approve of myself when I'm fat? Or, it's silly to think this can do any good, or I am no good, or whatever your negative babble will be, this is the time to take mental control. Give these thoughts no importance. Just see them for what they are, another way to keep you stuck in the past. Gently say to these thoughts, I let you go. I approve of myself. Even considering doing this exercise can bring up a lot of stuff like, it feels silly, it doesn't feel true, it's a lie, it sounds stuck up, or how can I approve of myself when I do that? Let all these thoughts just pass through. These are only resistant thoughts. They have no power over you unless you choose to believe them. I approve of myself. I approve of myself. I approve of myself. No matter what happens, no matter who says what to you, no matter who does what to you, just keep it going. In fact, when you can't say that to yourself, when someone is doing something you don't approve of, you will know you are growing and 
changing. Thoughts have no power over us unless we give it to them. So I'm stopping right there from that segment. It's very powerful to do that and to work with that. And just reemphasizing the point, repeating that over and over again. And in a way, if you've ever had a young child who is very persistent over and over and over again, eventually, at least for me and everyone else I know, we give in unless it's not good for them or something, but if it's something really okay for them and they're very persistent, usually we find a way to acknowledge or to, to help them with whatever it is they're persistent about. Sooner or later, with that persistence, they get what they really want because they stay focused on that. And in the same way, as we are persistent with ourselves, then we begin to wear out that negative dialogue in our subconscious mind by doing that. Okay, so I have some affirmations I'm going to share in a minute, but before I jump in and do that, I want to also share an exercise of forgiveness. So whether you do the self-affirmation one or the forgiveness one, which ties right into the Ho'oponopono, the exercise of forgiveness, which is on page 72 says, now we are ready to forgive. So do this exercise with a partner. This is another way, if you have someone to work with, that you can clean a lot of the emotional, mental junk out of yourself. With a partner, you sit down with them, and you can do this by yourself, but it's important that you do it out loud. So you sit quietly with your eyes closed and say, the person I need to forgive is, and you fill in the blank, and so whoever comes up to your mind, you focus your thoughts toward them, and then you say, I forgive you for whatever it is. You just do that over and over again. I need to forgive, you know, John Jones, and I forgive you for the negative look that you gave me. I forgive John Jones for the critical words that you said. That's an example. You do this over and over again many times, and you keep doing this over and over again until you run out of things that come up. And then you could give it a break, you could, and then wait a day, and you could do it again. And it's likely that you would come up with more things to release. And that's the thing with Ho'oponopono as well, is that anything that comes to your consciousness, you forgive, you ask forgiveness, you express gratitude, and you express love. That's the um, pattern uh, of growth. And when we get that negativity out of our hearts and minds, that also allows our body more room to be more positive and to be healthier. Because there's the principle that which we focus on expands. So as we forgive others and we forgive ourselves for the negativity, that's a way of releasing and then we turn our focus on positive things when we forgive ourselves we clear that toward others and then we say out loud to ourselves, i forgive myself for and then whatever comes up then you keep forgiving yourself for this do this for five minutes a day uh, for a month would be very very powerful some experiences are easy to let go and some you have to chip away at 
if something keeps coming up over and over again, keep forgiving yourself or forgiving that person over and over again. One day it will dissolve and it will be neutralized so it doesn't have an effect on you anymore. Okay, those are a couple exercises. I approve of myself and forgiving myself, whether it's from Louise Hay or Dr. Hugh Lin, the Ho'oponopono way. Now, that being said, I'm going to turn to another book that's a handy reference by Louise Hay, and that is titled Meditations to Heal Your Life. I'm going to start with one that is about the immune system. Especially today, it's important to be able to have a strong immune system so we can stay healthy and well. Okay, with the immune system, my thoughts support and strengthen my immune system. That's a little quote there. And then here's the whole verbiage that goes along with that. My body is intelligent. Every day, it is getting easier and easier to give myself a good dose of unconditional love. I believe that what I pick up depends on where I am in consciousness. Do I believe that life is hard and I always get the short end of the stick? Or I'm no good anyway? So what difference does it make? If my beliefs run along these lines, then my immune system, which registers my thoughts and feelings, will be lowered and open to whatever bug or germ is around at the time. However, if I believe that life is a joy and I am lovable and my needs are always met, then my immune system will feel supported and my body will more easily fight off dis-ease. And so as we focus on health, that which we focus on expands. So then we can focus on I am healthy and well. I feel great. I have all the energy I need. That is a nice brief mantra. I want to divert briefly for a question that came up. With an affirmation, the question is, does saying I love you too much seems to lose its power? Okay, so if we say it too much. So I, I would challenge the question is, how often do we think negative thoughts? And the idea is that when we say I love you or I love and approve of myself, yes, in a way, it gains power. The more we do that, the more it gains power because that which we focus on expands. So the more love that we give, the more love we have. The more love we have, the more we can give. So in a sense, if that's what we want in our life, we cannot say it too much. Now, the way others judge it coming from us, it can lose its power and effectiveness in that. However, yeah, I guess, so as I'm talking out loud, I guess maybe that might be the question is if we say it to other people and we say it all the time, it can lose some of its power and significance. However, you know, you, you got to find a good balance in expressing that with others. But usually it's really difficult to say it too much. If it is genuine, it is never too much. In relation saying that, you know, like going oftentimes and my apologies to any car salesman or other kind of salesman that sometimes it seems like they use a person's name or say some very positive things 
and it seems very insincere at times. And so in those kinds of circumstances, it would seem too much and lose its effectiveness. However, that's a different category. And so coming back and focusing on ourselves, recognizing, as I was talking earlier about when we say I love and approve of myself, the subconscious negative thought that usually comes up, we want to wear that out and rewrite it so that instead of having negative thoughts, what does come natural would be some positive thoughts is I do love and approve myself and this is how I do approve. The question comes up, what is an affirmation? An affirmation is a saying something kind of a a vision that you have for yourself a goal that you're working toward and you've been able to distill that down into a short paragraph or a sentence and you repeat that over and over and over again until that becomes through your repetition something that distills down into your subconscious mind and as it distills into your subconscious mind it begins to shift your perspective of life. And as your perspective in life changes, you begin to see the world differently, which allows you to make different choices that are more favorable in the direction of what the affirmation is discussing. A dictionary definition of affirmation is an action or process of affirming something or being affirmed. Something that is favorable, you do that and you affirm it and the more you repeat that then the stronger that becomes so just like love the more you love the more love you have the more you can give and the more you affirm something the stronger it becomes the way i explain an affirmation is an idea that is summarized in a small paragraph or sentence that you want to focus on and as you focus on that it can expand that's the way an affirmation works in our lives as we focus on that it expands in our life and so as you choose something positive that you want to expand in your life you write that down and put that in in different words this next affirmation is one on thoughts as thoughts weave the tapestry of my life my thoughts are my best friends i used to fear my thoughts for they made me so uncomfortable i thought that i had no control over them and then i learned that my thinking was creating my experiences and that i could choose to think any thought i wanted to as i learned to take control of my thoughts and gently channel them in the directions i wanted them to go my whole life began to change for the better. Now I know that I am the thinker that chooses the thoughts. The thoughts that I choose to think shape my life. Now if a negative thought pops up, I let it pass like a cloud on a summer day. I choose to release thoughts of resentment and shame and guilt. I choose to think thoughts of love and peace and joy and how I can help to heal the planet. My thoughts have become friends, and I enjoy thinking them. It's changing our perspective on thoughts. That reminds me of something I've mentioned in another podcast where 
the power of the questions, why? For like 15 years of my career, I would talk to clients and say, why questions are not good for you? Because what happened was a lot of times clients would ask me, why am I such a failure? Why is my self-esteem so low? Why is my relationship a failure? Well, those kinds of questions are negative and those are not helpful in, in the long run. It triggers the subconscious mind and that's one thing about the subconscious mind is it's always busy working to answer questions we ask. Then I read a book called Affirmations instead of affirmations, affirmations, and that talked about the, the good side of why questions. Knowing that our subconscious mind does work and always takes actions on why questions, it's an opportunity to ask good why questions like, why am I becoming more lovable? Why am I becoming healthier, more fit? Why am I becoming more attractive? Why is my relationship improving? Why is my life getting better? Why is my sleep improving? So all those kinds of why questions are positive, and that causes the subconscious mind to take action and create the answers to that in positive ways. So now, as clients, I always talk about the power of why questions and how those are important to pay attention to, is the why questions we ask ourselves and to make sure that we be aware of the positive way that we can ask why questions. Those are powerful. I want to jump in now and share a brief affirmation on time. I am never in a hurry because I have a lifetime of time. I have all the time in the world. Time is exactly what I make it to be. If I choose to feel rushed, then time speeds up and I do not have enough time of it. If I choose to believe there is always enough time for me to do the things I want to do, then time slows down and I accomplish what I set out to do. If I find myself stuck in traffic, I immediately affirm that all of us drivers are doing our best to get there as soon as we can. I take a deep breath and bless the other drivers with love and know that I will make my destination at the perfect time. When we can see the perfection of each experience, then we are never rushed or delayed. We are in the right place at the right time, and all is well. So really trusting that life does unfold perfectly. It's more than one time I've talked with individuals who have been stuck in traffic and felt rushed and decided to pause for a moment and take it a little bit slower and many times because they paused they avoided an accident and how grateful they are that they took that moment to pause which saved them from disaster i'm also reminded my recent speeding ticket i failed to slow down and recognize i had plenty of time and even though it was just briefly, not slowing down fast enough after a speed limit change sign. Anytime we get a ticket, it takes a lot more time to receive the ticket than it would to take the time to go slow to get to our destination more joyful and more happy. So if you have challenges with being patient while you're driving, 
it's a reminder to you as well as myself to be patient and to drive the speed limit and know that you have all the time you need to be safe and that saves a lot of time in the long run now i want to jump to another affirmation and this one is on beauty flowers like people are all beautiful in their own way and constantly unfolding beauty arouses me and heals me beauty is everywhere natural beauty shines forth from every little flower from the patterns of reflected light on the surface of water from the quiet strength of old trees nature thrills me renews and refreshes me i find relaxation enjoyment and healing in the simplest things in life as i look with love at nature i find it easy to look with love at myself i am part of nature thus i am beautiful in my own unique way wherever i look i see beauty today i resonate with all the beauty in life so i hope you're able to connect with these affirmations and find ways to quiet that negative voice and through repetition increase the positive voice so that will expand in your life more and more faster and faster and bigger and bigger and deeper and deeper that's my invitation and hope that you can do that hope that you will choose to work on that and be able to express your own inner beauty speaking of that this is releasing habits all my new habits support me in positive ways i release the need to be perfect when i am ready to let an old pattern go it comes up as an issue i am learning to recognize my issues as messengers from a deep place inside myself that yearns to be loved i ask god to help me to let go of the fear and i allow myself to move into the new understanding I am learning to be loving to my negative habits and beliefs. I used to say, oh, I want to get rid of that. Now I know that I created all my habits to fulfill a purpose. So I release the old habits with love and forgiveness and find more positive ways to fulfill those needs. I hope that you're getting out of today's podcast is that you can change your life in positive ways as you acknowledge and release those negative ones through focus on the positive things the subconscious mind in all of us is working to help us be what we have thought about and what we have chosen to be as you consider your life things that may not be as perfect as you want them to be you can love and forgive yourself and then refocus your mind on the other things that you want to expand in your life as you do so you will increase your health and your happiness and your peace so that's my invitation to you to know that you can heal your life and the main principle of that is through repetition as you express powerful emotions of forgiveness gratitude and love that will accelerate your healing your health and your growth all right so now as i wrap up tying it back to the beginning how does that relate to stress management the way that relates is anything that we recognize as negative in our our life 
causes stress. When we focus on more positive things, that reduces our stress. And that negative stress, which wears out the body and takes a lot of energy, as we learn to be more positive and have more gratitude and love in our lives, that opens up our energy. It helps us have more energy. And with the gratitude and love, we become healthier, which reduces the stress in our life. As far as the self-hypnosis, when we repeat these things, that's part of the principle of hypnosis is repetition. But also, it's waking hypnosis. If we're reading the affirmations out loud to ourselves, and as we allow our minds to think about that, hypnosis or visualizing or affirmations, a lot of it's all the same, depending on what field you're coming from. So a lot of visualizing is the same as hypnosis, just under the different terms and words. Also, a very powerful thing is to record your own voice with these positive affirmations. And by having those recorded, you can easily do that on your phone. As you lay down to relax or lay down to sleep at night and you repeat that and close your eyes and go into a relaxed state, that is hypnosis, is to relax and focus on the affirmations that you have pre-recorded. Just going through that system is considered self-hypnosis and that repetition over and over again. One of the principles is understanding the way the neural pathways in our brain function is something that's been around since the 60s that has been understood and then proven by the imaging and greater technology we have in the past 20 years is that a habit to change and to really have new ideas sink into our subconscious mind. 21 days is the magic number as a minimum to really absorb that into our system. And as we go 21 days to 30 days, that's even sinks it in and makes it more permanent in our system and more effective. So my recommendation is to go 21 days and then go 30 days. So 21 days without missing a day. And if you miss a day, then start over on one until you do it exactly 21 days in a row. And then after you hit 21 days, then you could do it sporadically and that will help reinforce the work that you did in the first 21 days. Again, thanks for your time and hope you can fill your life improving and growing through the application of the things that we discussed today. Thanks for listening. I hope you find this information and tools helpful. Please subscribe to the podcast channel so you never miss an episode. And be sure to join us next week for more great information. And of course, don't forget to check out my website, communicatinglove.com for more information on my live webinar and other great resources and videos. Until next week, onward and upward.